All right. Check one. Check two. Check 2000 and zap-a-dap-dap-do. <laughs> this is going to be a good one. Welcome to the Cannabis Coffee Hour. With your host, me, Rob Cantrell, coming back for another episode 192. Now, we have been a little sporadic lately. I apologize to all the hardcore coffee and herb out fans that enjoy smoking and listen to me uh, drone, not drone, travel. <clears throat> I don't drone, I travel. I ramble and I ramble, uh, ramble on, but... Uh, but no, I, I try to have some focus with this podcast, and I am. I'm focusing on coffee, and I'm focusing on cannabis. I'm focusing on comedy. I'm co- focusing on music. I'm focusing on, um, yeah, just how the bend of legalization's going. It is fascinating. As much of uh, cannabis conce- uh, content is out there, it's bending and changing and weaving all around. Everything is. The market, the, the financial market, the global market, the at home, the uh, everywhere. It's all change. But that's been a part of the gig from the get-go. Um, I got a nice cup of coffee here. I'm drinking black coffee. That's how serious this episode is. This episode isn't this serious. Uh, it's just going to be me, but I definitely have some uh, stuff to talk about. And I, I like getting back into the rhythm of doing solo ones. And I'm looking at some stuff to inv- invest in. I'm going to invest into some lasers, uh, get some lasers for the show. Definitely going to get some uh, smoke machines for the show. but uh, And more coffee and more weed. Uh, if you want to sponsor uh, the Cannabis Coffee Hour, which just had a uh, illustrious guest, uh, Craig Robinson, give it up five times for my man. Uh, great dude. Um, yeah, that guy's a 100% rock star, uh, comedian, actor, and musician, and uh, nothing but respect and love. And Craig was beyond kind to get me out on tour for a minute and also do my podcast. I asked him. The dude's so busy and doing so many, like, TV and Pizza Hut commercials. He really is tired. So, uh, but he was awesome on the episode. I thought it was cool that we recorded it in a green room at a real com. I mean, that was the vibe between, that was Saturday night shows. So we were doing, we did Thursday night, big sold out room. If Shout out to the Albany Funny Bone. I have to say... Uh, the Albany Funny Bone, it's in a mall in Albany, but if you're ever in Albany and you want to just go check out some comedy and get some uh, chicken fingers, they got good food, it's super clean, it's connected to a cool part of the mall, like it's right there, like if you just want to dab in and dab out, and they get top talent because everybody runs through New York City, so, you, you know, Tracy Morgan goes up there, you know, they get you know, and they also get like just the steady kind of like uh, stand-up comedy uh, cats running through as well. But they also get superstars. It was just a fun weekend. Um, shout out to that. Shout out to Albany. I dig upstate New York. The more and more I visit up there, I dig it. The state of New York is trippy, man. It's big and and it's outside. I mean, New York City is just this whole other super universe. But outside and going upstate, it's it's definitely very mountainy and 
and during the winter it's cold it's you know it's fucking small towns uh, but you know it's all kind of the runoff of all these hippies and weirdos of new york city over the years um so you just get interesting mixes and vibes like some of those towns up there have great fucking restaurants like vegan restaurants and good art and bands and shit and then they're skiing you know i just didn't grow up in the northeast i well i grew up in on northeast dc washington dc but dc's kind of that's what i liked about dc it's like in the middle of the, it's definitely not the if you lived in the city of dc it definitely wasn't the south once you start going into Virginia, that's when <laughs> you start eating some grits. Uh, but D.C. had some grits. D.C. had Scrapple, um, which is more of a Pennsylvania diner food. I do love uh, a good diner food. And as a coffee, I have one of these diner New York coffee, but it's like porcelain. It's sick. Uh, they sell them out. Go, go check them out. Uh, I need to start selling some coffee. Not to be talking about merch and all that, but I need to get on my coffee cup game. And all of this is coming. You know, I'm going to upgrade the art. I'm going to upgrade, you know, just definitely subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you could do me a favor, uh, everybody listening to the voice, go to the Cannabis Coffee Hour YouTube channel. It's blowing, you know, it's moving. But once I start getting over a thousand uh, subscribers, I make a little cash off of it. So it would help the process out. Uh, and it doesn't cost you a fucking dime. So uh, get, in, get on the good foot. And uh, subscribe to the Cannabis Coffee Hour YouTube. I am drinking Lava Zava. L-A-V-A-Z-Z-A. I've been hitting this. I do like, this is Italian coffee. Shout out to Italy for just fucking bomb ass coffee. But this is actually, uh, this supports the Amazon. So it supports the Amazon. I guess it's like uh, a native bean, but it's all going. It's a whole bean, but it's going to the environment. So I guess, I don't know. I've, I've got, it, it, it sounds pretty good. But I, Lava Zava always has good coffee. A world that destroys the good of nature is one I do not wish to be a part of. Um, that's a part of Lava Zava's thing. Okay, I could dig that. And that was 1935. Man, this guy didn't play. The desire to protect the planet and respect people who live there gave birth to the Giuseppe Padetta Lavazza Foundation, which since 2004 has been taking care of farm communities and sustainable projects. Yeah, you know, we got to just support the coffee farmers, man. Uh, you know, I think... One thing with this big shakeup of the pandemic and the funkiness that's going down, we're starting to, I mean, streamlining shit. That's what I love about doing this podcast because I just kind of do it all and I do it myself and I make the beats and I make the get, I get the guests and I tape it up and, you know, I don't have a team yet. I will eventually if uh, we get over a thousand subscribers on YouTube. Um, and I definitely want to produce more uh, high-quality episodes. But I also like doing um, the RTO of this episode. But, uh, yeah, this is good coffee. Shout out to Lava Zava. Uh, you know, it's a good bean. I, I went through a whole bag of Stumptown. And then I went through a whole, whole bag of um, Big Bang Pete's. Those are all... 
you ever want a really good coffee, I'll give you, Lava Zava got great coffee, and I always go for the medium roast, but uh, something fun if you want to just get ground coffee, it's in a good tin, and it's at a good price, and it's high quality. Um, in this bag of coffee, like, their price is just a little bit down than, you know, kind of the upper echelon, you know, kind of $20 bag. Once you start going $20, $23 bag, it's kind of like craft beer. Like, they might taste a little bit weird. You got to know what you're getting. And I think that's how it's going with cannabis. Just to get back to the point of just, like, streamlining and understanding the source and understanding the effects. And I think as 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 consciousness becomes more aware, or I, I say consciousness, it's just a group of motherfuckers, a group of people that are all kind of thinking about the stuff, uh, becomes more more aware of what actually a human is and how cool it is to be on this planet and how we're all connected to nature um, and not to run away from it, but also to harness it. And I think with cannabis and with coffee and with our brains and to understand, uh, you know, where the shit comes from, I guess, is the, is the gig. Um, and I have some great cannabis. This is called Cookies and Cream. Um, from my fellas over at Mr. Nice Guys in Brooklyn. They have a good camp. They're doing great. Um, let me see, where was I? Yeah, but Michigan, uh, I was just in Michigan. I have to say, like, I got this great hash in Michigan um, for like 25 bucks. It was like a ball of like that classic good hash. And that's what I uh, had when I was working at the office but i had great shows it was just clean and mean and not too much i'm not into all that dab life and i'm not the, i'm not dissing on it a good vape pen with good oil is sick um but sometimes it's sketch and i'm getting older and the vape fumes for the lungs just ain't cool um i like a little bit of flour i got some great dark chocolate here too um been snacking on some good uh, cannabis dark chocolate and i got that from mr nice guys those guys are dope um check them out if you're in brooklyn um those guys have their own van like cannabis they're actually like giving out classes at the brooklyn public library like new york state's going hard in the paint man i read this whole thing like about the farms that are coming out and the farms are on Long Island and like they've already grown enough cannabis for all the legal dispensaries here. So it will be, I'll be interested on seeing how the New York state growers, but people have been growing, if it just got, needs to get in the right hand, like uh, weed growers are a whole other breed of type people. Um, and, and I think anybody could do it, but. But people that are, but you got to get, if you want to do it right, you got to love it. And like, that's why I always try to have Danny Danko on here. He's a great grow guy. And he was talking grow nerd, weed grow nerd shit to me forever. And I kind of glaze over at a certain, you know, point because I'm not like growing big ass plants. But I will once this goes super legal, man. Um, I'm kind of waiting on federal, but I will say the Biden administration is being it, it, it's a lot better than if it was trump i don't know man i don't want to talk politics but oh this was the whole stat that i read and it's not 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 that it's more weed than politics and more just like generalization was it was like three two out of three people 
like 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 75% people in America no matter what were in favor of Biden erasing those weed charges like that's so so crazy man and then you know I was talking to my wife and she was like Rob they're giving out weed classes at the public library up here like it's really going wild and I love it But it's really about the quality and the classiness of the joint, you know? There's a lot of, like, just dirty, weird, weed, vape shop. Just, like, you got to treat it with respect, man. I don't know if there, you know, that's why I've been thinking about opening a dispensary. Is like, I think there's just a market for a little bit higher end, a little bit more, you know, care. Like I've always said, you could tell when you walk into a business if the person's a dirtbag, usually. But running a business is all about numbers, and you kind of got to be, like, super cutthroat, too. So I understand being a hard businessman. But being a dick is, uh, yeah. But people are difficult. <laughs> you know, people are on edge out there, and everybody's just having a rough time. Um, but also dealing and, and having a great time. I don't know. That's how I feel. Uh, I At my age right now, it's just like every day is a, like a super blessing. I'm like, oh shit, I'm alive. I get to smoke more weed and drink coffee and do my podcast. I'm getting gigs. So this is good. Definitely a lot better than the super duper lockdown, man. You know, that was deconstructing of everything. And now it's kind of like everybody's reconstructing. And you kind of have to really have to swing in the moment and be a lot more versatile. Of hardcore, you know, just a few one hitters during the day, maybe one right before I go to night, and keep it moving, and then maybe a few days off and doing stretching. And I have been really good about my five Tibetan right stretches, these are these stretches that I do. I don't want to get too preachy, or but I'm just telling you, my morning routine as of late has been apple cider vinegar, a little shot of that into the water to get the you know, get the 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 good bacteria in the gut to start the day and then uh but before that i've been doing my stretches trying to get my stretches knocked out before everybody's like running around so i do that and then i'm going into um and then i was going into uh yeah making my smoothie making the peanut butter banana and now i did add um hemp heart seeds which has like ridiculous amount of protein it's like 15 grams of protein it's like got so i put that in there with the peanut butter and everything i'm literally drinking weed shakes but they don't make you high but it is you know the flower there's just it's the cannabis plant was so ignored and so repressed for so long that in terms of like the use of it you know and that's what I kind of want to do is use it as a tool and not as like part of my pure uh, personality, you know, because, you know, there is times to walk away from it 
And sometimes you don't want to smoke with sketchy ass people, especially with fucking uh, COVID and stuff. You know, I'm more solo mission or kick it with real, you know, cats that I super know if I break out the herbo. Um, and try to keep it on the, you know, tastefully low. But at the same time, you know, if I smell a little bit like weed, it don't fucking shake me down. Uh, don't bring it, don't bring down my high, please. Uh, but having a nice cup of uh, black coffee, had a few one hitters uh, talking about the gigs. I just released a music video. I recut a music video. You can check it out on my YouTube, the Rob Cantrell YouTube page. Those are the two joints. I got a Rob Cantrell just straight up stand up in all my music videos and then i also have a podcast page if you subscribe to both of those oh good lord think about the karma that's going to come your way because it's positive vibes all day on those channels let me tell you not all day you can't be positive all the time and you gotta buck up and you gotta call things out but mostly what i'm learning and i'm not perfect i've been uh, i've been popping off a few times um, but mostly what I'm learning is, uh, is, is to treat it all like a test, you know, and not, nothing's the finals. <laughs> Cause there's always a new fucking test happening. Um, I don't know, even know if it's te- a test, but uh, the more you are yourself, the more you can kind of accept what is happening is what I'm learning. And uh, sometimes that means standing up for yourself. And sometimes that means just telling, yeah, like, motherfucker, I'm not driving with you. Or I'm not going into that place without a map. You know, you just have to do your own thing. And I think that's on the flip side, too. You know, sometimes, you know, it's just a very divisive world out there. But a lot of it's all in your head. That's what I love about the whole simplicity of living in the moment, you know, is just like a lot of that is uh, conceptual thoughts and all in your head. And the only real thing is the physicality of right this moment. Um, and sometimes you got to duck. <laughs> Learn to duck. Dun, dun, chicken I've been listening to a lot of Grateful Dead. A uh, lot of, uh, what's it? Yeah. I mean, I can't believe how much I know, like, all their catalog now. And I listen to all their hits, but now it's, like, even deeper, you know? They had just such a long time and still selling tickets. Like, that's so wild. And so cool. Um, But will it be forever, ever, 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 ever? Sometimes you don't know, you know? It's like, you put shit out there. And that's the best thing, when you put weird shit out there that doesn't do anybody no harm but it does challenge the status quo i think that's i mean not just to but my my give peace a dance music video it has some cartoons uh of some dancing frogs it has some dancing uh night it it has some all i i got i kind of made a collage of all kinds of cool stock footage that i thought was aesthetically cool but there's really no message to it at all except for just putting out peace and love vibes and being a chance to rock on the mic. Because during the pandemic, I wasn't doing hardcore stand-up, you know? So I had 
all these old songs laying around that I knew I needed to get up on Spotify or they would just like go out into the ether. But if they're up on, you know, coffee and weed, I like that. I like that. The songs I put up there, I really like. Um, even though they're not $18 billion hits, I'm like, yo, these things are pretty good. You know, I know good hip hop. I'm not saying it's great hip hop. It's definitely influenced by very good hip hop. And then mine is just, you know, just being an almost 50 year old dude that does a lot of stand up and cool shows and and has had a funky, weird life and just lay down. I love just laying down a beat and writing rhymes. And I love uh, poetry. Like, I don't love listening to poetry, but I like, I don't know. Sometimes I get, it's like drawing. Like, I don't know where that comes from, but sometimes you just like, fuck it. That's what I love about something coming from nothing and making something. Like, that's the most powerful shit. That's why music's so powerful. That's why comedy is so powerful. It's something from nothing and just making it with your own fucking bullshit and, you know, uh, you know, your own fucking energy, you know, moving it around how you do it, how you do it, fuck how they do it, how you do it, do that, do that to the Supreme, get into your trick bag, do it to the Supreme, uh, I don't know what I'm talking about, I'm, no, I'm just saying, yeah, you gotta make, I'm trying to make some moves, I don't want to say I'm making moves because then people are like, this dude ain't making no moves. Uh, but, you know, just being in this weird, like, day-to-day change of life um, and moves, you think it's going to slow down and it doesn't. Some new funky shit is always popping up. So that's why, you know, just, you know, I just love doing this podcast. I love doing stand-up comedy and I love doing music. I love performing music now and then i'm not the best um i almost did some karaoke the other week but uh i i bomb at karaoke but then my buddy was like that's the point (laughs) but i was like "Ah, i do enough stage bullshit you know i get my yayas out by doing enough stand-up comedy for 20 fucking years uh i shouldn't say it bitterly it's blissfully and I've had some of the best shows and best memories and all that shit, man. Um, in terms of like getting laughs and being at cool spots, starting out in San Francisco in 99 and learning how to do stand up comedy there and doing shows there, doing my first show, like those first, you know, first laughs and big laughs and getting like traction. You know, I was smoking bowls and running around this cool, funky town. That was way too much expensive for me, but it's a little bit less expensive than New York at the time. I don't know now, it's gotten even weirder. But there was still like a funky, a hippie might be able to make it in San Francisco vibe there when I arrived like in 99. The 90s, I think, you know, there was like, you know, just pockets of like, hippie parts of towns where young 20-somethings could smoke weed and do work and, you know, and artists and wannabe rock star type shit. Mm. But then New York and um, L.A. are like the big leagues, you know. Or, you know, there was a time I was really snobby about L.A. and not wanting to be a part of corporate L.A. and I was just going to be an artist and say, this is, you know, 99, and I was like 27, 
I was just going to stay in San Francisco and try to make it happen there. And I almost did. Um, and I, you can make it happen. It just means various degrees of uh, success. And, you know, my shout out to my buddy, W. Kamau Bell. He never moved to L.A. or New York. Like, he got his television show by being a comic in San Francisco. And, that you know, I, I started I got my big break in Last Comic Standing, the very first one in 2003. And I was from San Francisco. So it's just really cool when you come from out of, like, you know, the mainstream and make it pop. It's nice. But it's also New York and L.A., like, there's just so many good people. And people are taking it so serious that you have to, like, step up your game and always be a little bit on guard or a little bit better you can't there's not many times to completely slack out or blow it off or you're gonna just get run over by the competition i'm doing a show stand-up show at eastville comedy club and then i'm actually doing a set sunday night at this old the oldest stand-up comedy club the comic strip on the Upper East Side on Sunday night. So that will, I, I don't do those clubs all the time, but it's uh, nice to, you know, I just like doing stand-up in New York City. There is a fucking magic to it, no matter where you are. It's just a good town for that type of shit. Not all the crowds are great. Not all the comics are great, um, but I know it. <laughs> and sometimes it could just be, a, a, you know, I don't know. It's just a great, I'm just looking forward to doing more shows and live performances as well as, you know, writing. Um, that's been the main thing that of just sitting down and knocking out um, some scripts and some, you know, I definitely want to get a book out there one day, or I will get a book. You need to say that into the uh, ether, into the universe, you know. But yeah, this coffee's amazing. Um, and this herb is amazing. I'm looking forward to kind of a chill week. I'm like, I'm just doing some spots and writing, working on some writing projects and then trying to uh, get a little bit more art for the podcast. Um, and you know, I, I like making the beats for the podcast and mixing it. So I'll, I'll get into that, try to make this one really good. Hopefully the sound and the vibe will really sit in there. Um, nicely because you just want to just set up things nicely <laughs> uh, so yeah check me out on my uh, website robcantrell.com for you know shows nothing's up there right now for out of town um, but I'll put up st little stuff that might pop up in New York but definitely looking to get more out there definitely more cannabis events so if you're looking for an MC or somebody to do some comedy during your cannabis event, hit me up at contact at Rob Cantrell or check out my website for representation. Um, go through that. Go through official channels if you've got official money. Um, but, you know, I'm busy enough doing this here. And I also want to start working out just a little bit more. I got my fucking... Uh, my, I guess it's my fourth booster yesterday. Uh, my arm is sore, but not crazy. I didn't really feel it that much. Um, and I made sure I walked around 
and then I super chilled out. Um, I watched a couple episodes of Succession, and just like, that's a great show. But uh, and chilled out, and uh, yeah, it didn't affect. It wasn't a big deal. And now I'm all boosted up, so that's gonna be nice. And but I didn't want to get the flu shot the same day. I know that's what everybody's talking about. Um, so I'm staggering it. I might get. I'm gonna get a flu shot in like a week, and then I was gonna. I've been doing my Tibetan stretches, been slacking on my meditation, my 20-minute meditation, but I need to get back into it. Uh, you know, they say it's like two two parts of 20 minutes a day, and you could feel it just like how you like this morning. I woke up with a lot of like. Um, resentment and just like it's just the monkey mind like I just you get on a weird click you know you gotta like click over the positive thoughts in the morning and mostly a lot of that stuff comes from jealousy and stuff like that or you know a couple little hard hits and you're off your back foot and in the morning it's hard for me it's hard to push off like I'll just get cranky Maybe it's the uh, coffee and all that. Maybe uh, it's <laughs> no. I think it's you know what it is. It's growing older, and you just got to take more care of yourself and treat yourself a little bit softer and stretch out more and be cooler. And then also understand about subconscious and how you can program your own mind. And then if that if your mind is a creative type, you can just it just starts spinning. But now I know how to just like you know take a step back from it spinning. I used to think the spinning of the mind was the creativity, but I don't think so. The creativity is more in the quietness and kind of letting it come to you. But sometimes, like when I'm on stage or in this podcast, I, I got to get things spinning. <laughs> uh, you know, you just, you, you're fucking with your bullshit, trying to make fire, getting those two sticks together, rubbing it, rubbing it, rubbing it. And other motherfuckers are like, why is that dude rubbing those sticks together and you're like I'm rubbing these sticks together and then wata fire fire on the mountain fire that's a great song Grateful Dead fire on the mountain I don't care if it's hacky or not but uh that's a great great tune um I you know I've been getting into lyrics writing doing my album caffeinated dope rhymes like I always loved reading lyrics. Read all the Beastie Boys lyrics. Uh, definitely read all like Grateful Dead lyrics. I always like reading. Sometimes I even like reading lyrics more than even the song itself. Um, somebody's trying to call. I just declined. But it seemed like like a name. I don't know. These these guys, these people are so crafty these days, man. It made it sound like a name that sounded important, but I didn't know. And I was like, and this seems like it's like right around noon on a Friday. That's a big time spam call time. You know, that's when the fucking bots are out there. That's the thing about the internet. I know you gotta hustle and grind. Get on the internet. Oh, he's clever on the internet. Oh, look at that style. Oh, internet. Ooh, likes, numbers, all that shit. But at the same time, it's uh, nice to not fuck with the internet because all these bots, that's what I'm saying. It's not real when all these bots, fake-ass weirdos, are out here programming bots to call people and 
hate uh, drive hate algorithms up, you know? Come on, let's get a fucking little bit of a view on this shit back away from the heat because it's not that dope. Uh, I respect your internet fame, but at the same time, you know, ease up. Um, but I want a little bit of interface. <laughs> the thing is, you need the internet, uh, but then you then it does definitely, you know, I've been on it where I'm like, I just am looking on Instagram, like, and all these thoughts, and you see pictures, and all these, and I'm like, it's just, it's getting the uh, monkey mind going crazy, you know? But it is part of the gig, and I do think communication with Instagram and TikTok and the younger generations and social media, you know, it's like anything. I guess, you know, it's there's a dark side and a light side to it all. Because I do think communication and the communicating of difficult ideas and difficult topics and being able to understand nuance and within those joints um, that the internet kind of is a good tool for that you know um, TikTok I don't do TikTok I just read about like uh, this article about the biggest cannabis influence like TikTok is run by China China's scared of cannabis man governments are usually Especially authoritarian governments. You never heard Donald Trump talking about cannabis. Because cannabis makes you wise up against the king, you know. You know, you you know, you can you kind of wise up and and kind of move towards nature. And you know, it makes you understand your ego. And politicians are driven a lot by ego. The bad ones are. Um so, but if you're walking, if you're walking in the light, you know, nobody can fuck with you, whether you're bad or good or whatever, if you're, if you're yourself, that's what I'm kind of learning when you're kind of true to your essence is when, cause you're not judging other motherfuckers when you're doing that and you're accepting your own bullshit and then you could kind of walk through anything, you know? Um, it's when you kind of like claim some shit and that's why you know I put out this uh, give peace a dance but the Russian conflict and all that is like you know I'm pro Ukraine all day um, I'm not into authoritarian bullshit so um, but at the same time my mind I, isn't 100% around the whole thing and I do understand that vibe is everything now so just putting out something positive that's peace and love especially something hip-hop driven i knew it was kind of punk rock so i dig that and uh yeah that's where it is man because we're all looking for peace peace is just that moment when you could just fucking chill and relax that's the exhale of the fucking ganja smoke yo um even if you don't smoke pot you know what the fuck i'm talking about um but that's the whole other thing i think everybody knows that and then there's like you know but Motherfucker, fuck these. You know, people are manipulating power. I don't know. Um, I do want to give a shout out to... Uh, um, uh, I was going to give a shout out to a couple big artists, but now I'm like, oh, fuck them. <laughs> Maybe I should look at, at, some, uh, at some smaller artists that I am listening to. You know, I know Spotify's fucking evil... And they're ripping artists off. I don't know if they're evil or not. 
I think somebody in my building works for them. I think they're just a big corporation. But I, damn it, it, I like it. I like, I like it, you know? It works for me. I've been listening to a lot of reggae. Lot of reggae. Make Me Smile by The Slackers. Check that out. One More Cup of Coffee by Damian Marley. Don't fuck around. Um... Jimmy Cliff, Hard Road to Travel. Jimmy Cliff is trippy because he seems like Bob Marley's... Oh, you can't blame the youth. That's a good one. Bob Marley and the Whalers. You can't blame the youth. That is a fucking sick... And Walk the Proud Land. I know I've told you guys about that one, but I love that one. Uh, Walk the Proud Land. And you can't blame the youth. You can't fool the youth. That's some Peter Tosh shit, you know. Peter Tosh was definitely on, you know, pro-rebellion. You know, I think there's all this kind of rebellion in the air. And I just think, you know, I'm not I'm not telling you what to do and anything like that. But I think positive rebellion and pacifism is a stronger tool sometimes. I don't know. That's my opinion. I don't know. I, I think it's all on personal, you know. It's all inward. I think that's the new thing, man. That's the new outer space is inward space. For me, I think as you get older, you know, it's like I see all the bullshit, but I'm like, man, I grew up in the 70s. There was crazy bullshit even back then. There's always crazy bullshit. You know you know where there's no crazy bullshit? Inner space, yo. When you start going inward um, and you start being like, oh, I'm connected. I'm connected to all these people, that cat, the tree, the sky, the earth, you know, that that's infinity in a sense, you know? And then the ego's all like, I want to be me. My balls need to get licked. Come on. <laughs> Let's rock and roll. And you should rock and roll. And you should get your balls licked. No, but you know what I'm talking about. It's like, uh, it's just the balance, you know? I think we're all looking for balance. I, that's why balance and peace. That's the gig. Um, I don't know. People are all over the map these days. Um, but there's also awesome, cool shit. I know I'm feeling awesome and cool. Like, I've, if I ever check in with myself, I'm like, yo, this is this is cool. This is awesome. <laughs> Even on the bad days. If I'm, if, if I'm healthy, that's what I've noticed. But when I'm sick, that's when I'm like, oh, motherfucker. And that's why, you know, mental health is so hard. Um, but if I'm healthy like physically healthy and then mentally clear, like just not the drama or bullshit or dark clouds. Like when you get to I'm like, Oh, it's like the sun is just that moment when the sun just hits you just right. And you're like, Oh yes. Uh, and the one thing that gets you out of your head is serving, you know, helping others. Um, but you got to make that call on yourself and where your energy's at. And where you want your energy to go. Um, you kind of learn that, you know, in New York is there's so many panhandlers. and But there's so many, you know, people, you know, people, people on the dark side that are ma- trying to make a quick dollar, you know, uh, to fiend. You know, that's the thing about, 
you know, hard drugs is the fiending. Even with cannabis, you know, people fiend out. Like, I think with anything you can fiend, just that itch. And sometimes I have it. I think I do have kind of a uh, all-in type of vibe, you know. That's why I was always so scared of cocaine or doing hard drugs or any of that. You know, I definitely fucking made some mistakes. And that's what I get scared of, of the youth. Because fentanyl are killing people. Like, even if you just took some ecstasy pill for the first time or something, it could be cut with fentanyl, man. Um, at a Jamiroquai concert. At least that's what I did when I was 25. Um, but now, that could have been the last night. You think about your life, I was like, maybe I have like a cat soul, you know? Because I've just been bounced off the concrete so many times, but... If you keep on getting up, it keeps on going and getting better. I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, and then just shit just pops in my lap, you know, like the Craig Robinson weekend. That was fucking sick. As stand-up wise, the shows were all sold out and packed out, got paid great. The staff was awesome. I'm eating chicken fingers with good barbecue sauce and it's fucking tasted good and cooked well. Not in the greasy oil, but in the good oil. Gotta get cooked in peanut oil. Are you guys all thinking about oils? Uh, yeah, oils are heavy, you know. I think that's where that whole cholesterol thing kicks in. Um, but, you know, my skin is dry, so I've been looking for some good skin lotion. And then, like, I had that great old school hash, and I had it in my glass one hit. Like, that was, like, perfect. But the only thing is, you, you sleep like a baby. Like, I went down like, oh, I was getting deep REM. Um, but it was good for, it was kind of getting cold out there. It was in the middle of the woods and upstate New York is kind of trippy and hippie. And so it kind of fit, fit the bill. Um, I'm seeing the light hit this plant just right. Just green, that awesome green. Whoever decided to make the money, <laughs> the color green, uh, is pretty amazing. And I think, is that only our money? Cause other people's money aren't, isn't green. People rock like purple and light blue and gray, but we got the green money. <laughs> uh, but America seems to be opening to cannabis, but I did see Thailand is like exploding right now. Like in terms of just pushing it, not even pushing it, just opening up. I, you know, I don't know. Times are changing. It's going to be wild to see how it plays out and how it's going to affect the economy and how it's going to affect, you know, people. But I do, you know, it's a psychoactive drug and people have mental problems out there. And, you know, it, I think everybody should be in a little bit of therapy. And the older you get, if, especially if you grew up kind of rough, you know, it's like you got to do meditation. You got to do a little bit of thing. You got to, you know, listen to yourself. But some people just do them. And uh, don't even, I think sometimes I'm just too hard on myself on this shit. Um, but at the same time, I know what works for me, you know. And that's when, I, when I'm not feeling healthy. That's the whole thing with drinking alcohol. Like, I, it was never like, oh, I'm out of control. I don't know. It was just like the next day, the hangovers just got so bad. I just, and then when I'm at that point, I don't function right. I don't like life that much. Um, I shouldn't say that, but it's like. I'm just fuck, you know, when you're sick, it's like, ugh, it's just hard. But when you're clear and clean, uh, crisp and clean with a little bit of caffeine and 
it's a little bit of green you know it's like i feel like i could take on the world and take a nap and drink some more uh coffee and a little bit of water i I worry about my coffee a little bit i've been slowing down i only you know i only drink good coffee and out of my uh Chemex, which I've learned to love. Anybody that was weirded out by the Chemex, and I was for literally like 10 years, and then I got one, and then I started using it, and I was like, damn, this coffee is good, and there is kind of a beauty to the dance of it, and if you're into coffee and like getting good beans and shit, it is kind of like, wow. Because you even if you're not, it's not like you're drinking espresso, but you can make it so dark and rich and good, but it's filtered so it doesn't like fucking kill you it's filtered really good um and you could just rock it you know um but i i'm at the like the last bit of cup of the coffee um i've been doing my stretches been pumping a lot of reggae a lot of grateful dead a lot of hip-hop not a ton like there's times where all i did was listen to hip-hop let's see let's see this shit like i have one playlist that's all reggae and it's like so much because oh i like it i love it by lyrics born lyrics born is a great uh san francisco mc shout out to him but i like it i love it that's a good one check that out i'm gonna end on that because i like it and i love it meaning cannabis and coffee i love doing this podcast we're gonna keep on rolling and uh rocking till the next episode and uh subscribe to the youtube be nice to your mama uh and take it light peace